and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 53, the PS4 point fuck off. In this week's episode, we're not very happy with the news. JFG Ash is excited about a couple of betas. JFG Alex loves buying games. We have a quiz about lead characters. And finally, PJ can suck a dick. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. This is episode 53. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy. Happy belated Easter, I suppose. And how are you? Yeah, buddy. Once again, I am good and uh, I'm ready for episode 53. Cheeky, isn't it? 53 episodes. Bish bosh. Easter's done. I'm reading in the notes. football, <laughs> England won <laughs> and then lost. Yeah, and I did a little lost, rhyme. Yeah. Did you like that? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I watched the first game. That was a good one. That was a, that was a nice little cheeky. You watched comeback. the right game. Yeah, I missed out watched. on the uh, on the Tuesday game uh, last night. Was it was it good? Did we did we lose? As we were tradition. all right. We were robbed. Neither of their goals should have counted. And uh, we were playing a complete B team, which gives you some sort of idea of where we are compared to a few years ago. Um, we scored a really good goal. Good news. <laughs> really good goal. And uh, yeah, on another night, we could have nicked it. But, oh, well. you know, we were playing a team that lost home and away to Iceland. So, you know, that's worth noting as well. But Good... Um, good uh... Good squad picking, I would say. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. <laughs> well, what did you have a nice Easter? What did oh, you get up to? Oh, mate, I did a whole lap of the M25 over Easter. Really? All the way around, not in one go. But on the way down, I turned left. On the way back up, I also turned left. Crazy. Okay. Well, so, there were. Uh, there were issues at Dartford. Over Indeed, the, uh... the bridge was shut, and I didn't fancy uh, queuing up uh, for God knows however how long it would be with uh, three kids in the back, probably screaming a lot. So I, I did the the right thing and just just went round the other way. It was nice and simple. So yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I obviously I, I went down south for for the Easter break and uh, to see old. Papa and Mama McBeard, which was nice. Father of the beard, mother of the beard. Yep. <laughs> you came back down south, buddy, where the money and culture is and the weather. Yeah, I know, right? To the Garden of England. Indeed. <laughs> what a treat. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I went uh, went to Leeds Castle, you know, the proper Leeds that's down south. not this. The southerly one. Leeds, not yeah, the main the, one the proper that's one. kind of usurped it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, went Leeds Castle and um, did some go aping, buddy, which is uh, climbing around in trees. Nice, buddy. Bit of zip lining, bit of monkeying yeah, about. Zip lining, yeah. Unfortunately, with the zip line, I wasn't allowed to jump off. I had to sit on the edge and like just roll off. I was like, that's 
Fucking, it's political correctness gone mad, buddy. I, just, uh, I didn't like it one bit, but it was really good fun, actually, with my son. Like, I thought he'd be bricking it, but he was, like, literally just pegging it around, like, I don't know how, like, 20 feet up in the air? I'm I'm not good with numbers. I'd say it's that. It, it was, was another roller coaster incident where your son was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, had some lovely food as is tradition with Papa McBeard, which was nice. And yeah, just had some family time, which was really good. I sorted out like all of my parents' technology issues. Uh, once again, as is tradition, uh, they they always have some sort of laptop, iPad, iPhone. Uh, surround sound, TV issue. You know. They save up the problems, buddy, do, for when you, you come know, down. They really, really do. And, you know, it's my way of thanking them for bringing me into this world, I guess. Well, that's uh, a nice way of looking at it, buddy. That's <laughs> what I do. Uh, I also ordered some new headphones because mine broke, buddy, in my bag, which was unfortunate. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing them right now, but, like... Um, I've had to like wedge it in, you know, the bit that extends out. Yeah, that bit snapped, didn't it? It's still oh. holding on, but if I just wedge it in, it's okay. But I did find a cheeky deal for the um, Sony Wireless 2.0 slash virtual surround sound headphones. From, oh, the uh, gold ones. Yeah, buddy. The I don't know what. Yeah, the wireless ones with the dongle and. The shit, yeah. they look pretty tasty. Normally priced at 75 bucks, 45 pounds. I'd say that's a bargain. That is nicely done, buddy. You cannot argue with that. Gibbons, buddy, come. Um, apart from that, I watched a load of Marvel films as keeping in tradition. Uh, what did I watch? I watched Iron Man 3, so I've seen all of them now. And, uh, oh, I watched Deadpool, which was fucking awesome. Really yes. enjoyable. Yeah, managed to, to get out whilst uh, the, the the parents were babysitting. And, uh, yeah, get to the cinema, use some of that two-for-one shit that I got from uh, old Meerkat, which was very good. It was nice of the Meerkats to supply you with a code, buddy, I must yeah, it was say. lovely. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. And fucking brilliant film. Like, so good. Properly good. Gibbons, buddy. Um, I've played a few games, not a lot, like, that I can think of. Um, but uh, what have you been up to, buddy? Anything anything much on this um, uh, Jesus, whatever happened with Jesus time? Uh, he died and then he uh, re-emerged from a cave, uh, as the fairy tale goes, So he buddy. got really um, pissed and fell asleep in a cave... And then woke up. He was resurrected um, by Erected. maybe a, a Bloody Mary and some Tic Tacs. Um, yeah, we've all been I there. I find chocolate oh. milk is always a bit of a good shout yeah, after Gibbons, a hangover. Buddy, I like the chocolate milk uh, hangover combo. It's a beauty. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just had a sort of family long Easter weekend uh, my my family have never really done anything for Easter because you know we're not religious and 
Christmas is is one time is is yeah, a, a one, time enough with enough, the relatives, really, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to you don't want to do too much family stuff. It's, it's exactly not, exactly not loads of fun, it, is it, it. It wasn't in the uh, it wasn't in the agreement that you yeah, do two two big family occasions. But either way, uh, it's good fun with the Mrs. Family. Um, had I've had a couple of meals out and a couple of nice meals in. Played lots of board games. Played, nice. Uh, I need to get articulate. some more board games. Um, what else did we play? Oh, we played this game called Small World. Uh, okay. Which is it's like some sort of weird simplified risk with lots of different like tribes and races, and it's from the days of Wonder People who do like Ticket to Ride. So it's uh, oh cool the, the same company, but yeah, you um you've got all these different um like tribes or races and then you've got like perks that go with each one and it's that's kind of randomized and it's basically a big old map with continents on it and you put like little fellas down to try and claim different bits and the more land you have like the more coins you get it's good to own land it is good to own land buddy (laughs) obviously there's a lot more to it than that and it it, yeah it was, <laughs> we started playing it way too late. We started playing at like half nine and I knew that this game takes like three hours and I knew that no one was going to make it. Yeah. And by the time, mm, by the time I kind of idea. was like, okay, I've got the rules down now. I know what I'm doing. Everyone was kind of like, well, <laughs> time to <laughs> win. Time to turn in. <laughs> so, like, fuck off. So yeah, but I, I, I believe that that is also available on uh, iOS and Android tablets. Nice, buddy. So uh, I would highly recommend that game. I don't know how good the app is, but if it's anything like the Ticket to Ride app was, then it should be really good. Because uh, they make some good software as well as physical board games. So, um, but yeah, other than that, buddy, I've eaten at a nice Argentinian restaurant called Cow, C-A-U. Yeah. So now you spell it, but I'll let them off because the food was nice. <laughs> and um, had a lovely meal at a Greek taverna as well. So... Uh, yeah, been going all cultural, buddy. And, um, Sounds horrible. It was lovely. Very nice <laughs> indeed. Uh, and other than that, I've just been playing loads of games, mainly The Division, and mainly yeah. without you, because you uh, were away. I missed out so. here. I can, I can see what you've got in, like, brackets next to it. I'm not yes. happy about that. It's true. Not happy. It's true. But Gibbons, buddy, it, it needed to be done. But anyway, shall we move on? I believe so. I believe it's time to head off into that well-trodden ground, buddy. That's quite enough clarting about. Yeah. Uh, And let's talk about what we've been playing. So do you want to get the ball rolling, buddy? Have you had a chance to tuck into much stuff, being away (laughs) from home in that? No, not really. Uh, the only the, the biggest game or like the game that I tucked into the most was uh, on the Wii, buddy. Because uh, my my old Wii, like, I took it down to my parents like years ago and just left it there for them to like do. I think like we uh, they had like the the Wii Fit Ball or something, or they got that. So they they I was like, yeah, here I'll just have my Wii. Um, but. For some reason, my mum bought my dad the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, like, whenever it was, like, so many years ago, like, three years ago, maybe? I don't know. Um, And I think they played it for a bit, but my son got heavily into this um, (laughs) over the Easter holiday. Um, It's a very hard game to play for, like, a five-year-old, mainly because you got to use, like, the two Wii remotes, 
Um, there's like lock-on mechanics um, using one of the buttons on the nunchuck and then you have to dodge and hit. So it ended up being I would use the nunchuck and he would just flap about with like the other wandy bit. I don't know, what's the other bit? Just the Wiimote, isn't it, it's called? Yeah, uh, he, he would so. just flap that about to like hit them with the sword. I'm like, yeah, do it, buddy. Kill them good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I played a bit of that. Um, I'm I'm not gonna say if it's any good, like, because it's a point. I, I I will just say yeah, it's not that great because it's a Wii game. Um, apart from that, I started playing. I played about an hour, maybe an hour and a half of Gravity Rush on the Vita, and it's really good. Um, cool mechanics, isn't it? On that, yeah, really cool mechanics like the anti gravity, like levitation thing and, and and the fact that you can upgrade all your skills like uh, an rpg and i was like wow what's this um don't really know what's going on with that black cat that she has i mean i'm sure that's part of the story and it unfolds later on but at the moment she's a bit mental and talking to a cat it's a very strange story isn't it I don't know. I think I'm I'm confused in that aspect of it, but I really like um, the combat on it with with the when you start using the anti gravity or whatever it's called um, floating mechanics, and then you can like dive in with like a flying kick. Uh, I, I I think that's fantastic, and like yeah, it's for a Vita game, it's very impressive and. Um, I think if it wasn't one of the PlayStation Plus games, whenever it was that I picked it up for free, uh, I would definitely buy this game on on the Vita. Um, I'd like to see how it runs, or like the remastered version, or whatever it is on the PS4. I'd like to. I might have to look at some gameplay videos of that to see if they have upgraded it much uh, compared to the Vita version. I'm guessing so because it's a lot more powerful than PlayStation 4 to the Vita. I think when I played it, I was that was kind of the impression that I got. Like A lot of the times, and, and I know that you you know exactly what I mean when I say some games just work better as a handheld and yeah. some games that came out on the PS4 that you've, that you've streamed to the Vita that aren't even Vita games have worked better on the Vita because it just makes more sense to you. This was very much the other way around for me. When I played Gravity Rush, I, I, I could not help but think, this should this be should on the be console. On the console yeah. Like, yeah, this is not a handheld game. It's it's too intricate and interesting. Yeah, some of the, the aiming and things with like the right stick, which is always an issue on handhelds, um, yeah. is a bit finicky, I mean, it works. It works it, it, fine. I think but... you get away with it because it's not a constant, like not like a, like a first-person shooter, like... Um, uh, Killzone or whatever it was. Um, whereas I found that really hard to play on the Vita because it was, you know, you had to be accurate with it and you just can't with those thumb uh, those thumbsticks. But um, especially using the, the anti-gravity kicking system that I described just now, um, you can take a bit more time with the aiming and things like that. And I think that's why it worked quite well on the Vita, to be honest. Very cool game indeed, buddy. Definitely, and, uh, definitely. Has it, has it made you think the uh, you got a lot more interest in Gravity Rush 2? I know that's coming out this year and that was kind of in your thoughts when you started playing this one. Has it made you think, yeah, that's going to have to be something I look into getting? Uh, possibly. Uh, I really like the mechanics in the game. Uh, it works really well. 
Uh, I'm not sure about the story. I'm going to have to just play it some more, see if it takes me. If the story takes me and I want more, then yeah, I guess, guess I will be paying a bit more attention to it. But at the moment, I don't know. We'll see. Cool, buddy. Um, I played uh, an hour of The Division on my own uh, the other night and uh, just did some side missions. So, yeah, nothing <laughs> nothing else to describe there. Um, I'm definitely worried about that game, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit when you go into yours. So what have you been playing this week, buddy? So I think my what I've been playing reads the same as it did last week. but Nice. Uh, or it might have been the week before. I think maybe two podcasts ago, this was this lineup that I've got on the page in front of me was exactly what I've got here tonight. But um, but I've played all of these a lot more now, so I can talk to the in a little bit more detail. First things first. Um, if you remember, it was I think it was the twenty fourth. Konami uh, released their uh, patch for Pez for the Euros update. Euro, this yeah. is, it's going to launch standalone. Uh, God knows what the fuck that's going to look like. Um, but uh, I think it's launching standalone some, sometime mid-April, but it's it's now out and downloaded to anyone who uh, already had PEZ. Um, yeah, it's just... It, it's, it's basically what I was worried it might be. It's, uh, it, it's not a separate game. It's not like... I remember... Um, uh, when when EA did a, a sort of DLC version of the Euros, it might have even been the last Euros in 2012. Yeah, um, they it was like an additional thing on the FIFA menu, and then it brought you into like a sort of new game with new menu systems and everything. Yeah, um, this is just yeah, this is just skinned, but it hasn't even got its own like menu icon or anything. It's just like if you go into competitions and go to cup. Um, it's it's just one there. of the options. It's just replaced Fuck, the European terrible. Championship thing on Cup. Uh, you select that mode, uh, you load into it, and it plays a sort of shitty intro video of the stadium with some colours flying about. Um, and that is literally it. It is just the Cup mode. There's there's no no effort being made there That's at all for anything. Not good at all. Um, which, you know, like, I was hoping there might be some online elements. There's something that's a bit different that, that wasn't there already. I went into uh, the normal haunt that we go to, which is the team play lobby where I can make a room and we all play together on a game night. Um, yeah. Nothing has changed there at all. You can <laughs> you can now select the additional uh, international teams that weren't in the game beforehand because they've been added in the... Uh, in the data management thingy, but there's not like a separate tab for like European Championship mode or anything like that. It's just the same. So essentially, all it's done is reskin three or four menus in the cup competition section, added a couple of songs, and given you a few extra international teams. But there's nothing else there at all. It's just play through a cup. There are, as far as I can tell, there aren't even any trophies for it or anything. So. Yeah, all in all, buddy, there's it's nothing. It's nothing at all, really, and uh, a bit of a missed opportunity, if you ask me. That sucks, buddy. I like, I really would have thought like it would have. I don't know. They would have done something purposeful for that, but yeah, no. I mean, it's 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 a reskin and nothing else, uh, and that's a bit of a shame. It, it it looks nice enough, but yeah. Oh well, that sucks. So anyway. yeah. yeah. Um, 
So other than that, uh, the, the the main course for me this week has very much been the division. Obviously, um, you and actually uh, PJ and Funk, no one's been on at all very much recently. So the, over the, the, the few hours that I've had the chance to play uh, yesterday and the day before, um, but our good friend Pete was on, so I've been playing through the division with him, and I think we've pumped like ten hours in or something between the, the two of us. Like, uh, oh wow! And yeah, I, I can't remember what level we were when the 20, last time I played 21. with you. Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I was maybe one ahead of that, but uh, yeah, I. Yeah, we just came through it and it kept leveling up. Like every time we did anything, we just kept get leveling up yeah. and leveling up. And uh, I think we had three or four story missions left. Um, it's I think that we had three left and then there's like a bonus one afterwards that doesn't really involve much of anything. It's just like a bit of a story kind of padding sort of thing. But yeah... Um, uh, I don't know. It was fine. It's the same as all the other missions that we've done. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's the division. It's uh, this is where we see if this game's any good. Um, I mean, we've clearly played this game a lot and we've enjoyed it, but you know, the longevity of the game. This is where we see if it, it fits in with how Destiny went, because you know, you do everything, you hit that cap, and then it's like. Nothing else to do here because I don't want to just do the same thing for a, like a slightly better shotgun or what. So <laughs> I feel like this is where the game starts. Like this is where this thing makes its money. Is I've I've done all the story content now. I've done I think all but two of the side missions, and all the side missions are basically the same anyway. Yeah. Can it keep hold of me now? Yeah, that's the that's question. The thing. It, it, this is where we always knew that this would be the test on this game. Is it? Is it going to keep our attention? Are we going to end up going to the dark zone a lot and fucking about in there? Like, we still really haven't done that. So, what? Unfortunately, what we need to do now is get me up to your level, so then we can go do that. <laughs> well, what I will say is, as soon as we finished off the story campaign, it unlocked everything with the daily missions and stuff. Okay. Um, but I think it'll come down to in the same way as we used to do the old. Uh, like the the daily mission daily on strikes. destiny the, the yep. strikes those strikes with the difficulty you know make it harder and harder and yeah, you get better loot yeah um it works exactly the same in this and i've found actually that uh, we played through i think we played through three of the story missions the early story missions on like hard or challenging yeah. um and that was really good it was really oh, okay. really good and i've got like uh, mostly uh, purple armor now and purple Fuck guns. You, buddy. And um and it started on I've started earning uh the coins required to buy Phoenix. like yellow armor. Like the, the Phoenix marks. That's the one. Yeah. Wow. Um and I think where this game's gonna come into its own is is earning the credits to be able to craft the mods. Uh, to, okay. to be able to, like literally craft weapons from blueprints like the yellow ones and the purple ones. That's gonna be the equivalent of the sort of legendary mark system in Destiny where you were sort of saving up or the strange you have, coins. It seems like you have a bit more control over this than Destiny, I think. 
I think yeah the you can you can kind of set your stall out and say to yourself this is what I want to achieve and you know exactly how to do that and the game doesn't stop you from earning you, it's not like you can only earn a certain number of strange coins a day or or, or this that <laughs> and the other you yeah, really yeah. can go grinding if you want to and that's um, cool yeah I mean we tried we tried a mission uh, on on the hardcore mode which was we were 30s and all the enemies were 32s and we got absolutely fucking killed. Nice. So there's a Tactical real good challenge thinking. there. But but as soon as you bump it up to hard, the enemies get so aggressive and flanky and stuff. And yeah, we were well, finding you it have to really be more aggressive, good. I guess, do you? Yeah. Like, do you yeah. try and flank them before you get flanked kind of thing? Yeah. I've unlocked a, a master perk now, which has been... It feels incredibly OP, this perk. Uh, if, I, if I whack down both bumpers now, then I can give me and anyone near me... Um, double damage for 15 seconds. Oh, nice, and buddy, because I've got the um, the health one where it, like, revives yeah. everyone and shit. So, and Pete's yeah. got that one as well. So between yeah. us, we were able to, at one point, he picked us both up and then I went double damage and we just absolutely slaughtered Fucked this boss. Up. He was nice. just gone. It's, um, it's very tactical. I think it's going to be quite fun. And it sounds um, like you still want to play this game quite I do. a lot, buddy. I do. And I've, I've completed, I've seen everything there is to see and I'm excited about playing it through on hardcore now. So Sounds uh, like I, someone wants the season pass. <laughs> uh, I think by the time the first paid content comes out, I will know definitively whether I want the season pass or not. Yeah, because luckily there's a couple of freebies uh, to keep us going. Yes. Which is very nice. Very much Thank so. Very much. But um, yeah, I, it's, it is really fun. And I also had a little look down the old platinum list, buddy, to the, the trophy list. And uh, oh, okay, I haven't actually even looked at the uh, trophy list on this game. This yet, looks extremely doable to me. Oh, okay, challenge as a, as a platinum. <laughs> Let's do it. So yeah. Uh, also, uh, I haven't heard anything back from anyone about the uh, Alex and Funk safe house challenge. But I, <laughs> when I went yet. into the the end safe house, the level 30 safe house, yeah. there was some dude in there who was like a level four. No I was way. like, well played, sir. <laughs> and then I thought, shit, maybe he teleported to his mate who was a 30. Ah, uh, cheating. Might not be legitimate. Uh, I should have messaged him really, but he would have been yeah. like, fuck off, who are you? <laughs> but, what yeah. are you on about? <laughs> exactly. Weirdo. Um, but yes, we need to get you up to my level and then we'll be able to do that together because once again now we can't go in the dark zone together. Yeah, um, my biggest... I tried not to play it, but I just... You know, no, but I'd like, you have to play it. It's I really wanted you know, to and I was like, I, I'm not going to just sit here with this game installed and just exactly. not play it because people aren't online. Like, And I had someone there who wanted to play it with me yeah, as and well and thing. was my and level... Like, I mean, like I, I can't expect, and we can't expect you to like go through it again with like a, a secondary character kind of thing. It's just you got to do what you got to do, buddy. These things happen. I've been. I think I, think it, I did it with the original Borderlands when uh, uh, Funk and I think it was Bobby at the time were playing, and I ended up being like five or six levels ahead of them. Uh, 
But yeah, it was still going the game and fucked shit up. It was always good. It won't take too long for you to get up to, to my level, especially with me being the higher level. It scale the enemies up a little bit. And, yeah, uh, true. Make it a bit more challenging for it me. It won't Thanks. take very long. Can't yeah, wait. You're welcome, buddy. Fucking brilliant. You're welcome. Yeah. Cheers. So anyway, that's uh, your daily, your weekly dose of division talk. Uh, we will eventually I didn't think it was going to go on that it. long this week. You know, I thought, <laughs> ah, he's going to be done with it now. I think but, you were probably expecting me to be a little bit more down on it, weren't you? I did. I really did. But good news, no, buddy. It's a, it's, a, it's a solid shooter. Like it's, And when you put it up on hard and make it really challenging, it's really fun. And when it's easy and you can mow everyone down, it's really fun as well. Like it, yeah. It's fun in both styles. But as I said, the very first week we spoke about it, I still think it would be great if there was a mode in there that made it like Vegas, like realistic shooting where single yep. headshots Definitely, killed cool. and you had to stealth it. I think that would be cool. And I think Sweet. the mechanics are solid enough that you could do that. But uh, anyway, let's move on to the last thing I've been playing this week, buddy, uh, which I haven't been playing for very long, but um, hour or so I've pumped into it so far. But I obviously was on the beta as well, buddy. This is Trackmania Turbo. And uh, I totally wanted this <laughs> so bad. Oh. And today I caved. What do you think yeah. about that? <laughs> nah, yeah, I wasn't sure of it, but I'm sure I'll get into it. If you if you're saying it's like trials, then yeah, you're gonna love I'm, it. I'm a you, sucker for you're it. You're gonna absolutely like rinse this game. It is yeah. trials. I, <laughs> I was you. thinking, to be honest, because like you told me earlier today, I was thinking um, when I was driving home uh, that week. Yeah, there, there's um, split screen multiplayer, isn't there? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, so we could still do like some kind of share play if we really wanted to do like a head-to-head -head thing on that. So that that could be quite good, especially with our new improved internets. Yeah, it's also got better. like all manner of other modes like uh, ghost modes and stuff that we can play together. Yeah. Um, and also it's got a double driver mode as well. Which, um, Is that online as well? Or? I believe so. Oh, yeah. God, that would be terrible. We'll have to do some streaming of that then. Yeah. <laughs> but Mind yeah, you, just... when we played fucking Octodad, we we smashed that, and that was over SharePlay. We've been playing Ooh. games together for a very long time, buddy, so I think we'll probably be all right on this. Yeah, it was good. Okay, cool, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some Trackmania, to be honest. Um, Perfect but I, community I, I, game. I always have my eye on it, to be honest, like when since it was kind of announced, because it just looked really cool. Like, it looks really interesting. I so really thought I wouldn't be interested uh, because it's not a proper racer. And as I said before, like, the fact that you can't have, like, eight cars on the track and, and have a proper race, I thought that that would be the end of it for me. But it just clicked, and I was like, shit, actually... This is so Moorish and so enjoyable. And the there's like 250 tracks and a level editor and already online there's some amazing levels. And you can just pop into lobbies and stuff. It's fucking cool. And nice. it's going to become the game that you load up in, in, in two months' a, time, it'll be the game you load minute. up when, when you... Yeah, totally. When you're like, what should I play? Or I'm waiting for someone to come online. Or I've only got 10 minutes and you yeah. will load up Track Mania. It will be that game. So. Nice, buddy. Well, I'm looking forward to it very much so. Gibbons, buddy. Gibbons. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Um, I thought I would give a quick mention to the Doom beta, which I got my code through for today and goes Me live too? tomorrow, Thursday for us. Um, 
And so, yeah, we will have played that and we will be talking about that next week because there's no embargo or no uh, NDA on NDA that. NDA on at it, all. yeah. So, yeah, it I'm, says, I'm really looking forward to playing this as uh, I didn't manage to get on the alpha, which I was a bit pissed about. Yeah, it was far less stable, that alpha. It was difficult to get into a lobby, but... Um, Fingers crossed this should be a lot better and uh, yeah, seriously, I'm well looking forward to this game, Like, especially with our revival into uh, first-person shooters over the past, like, what, like four or five months? Uh, yeah. This this is coming along at the perfect time when, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I want a new first-person shooter again. <laughs> and worth noting that because of the fact that this podcast is going out after the beta, which is not under NDA, I, I suppose that means I can now talk about the alpha that I played that was non-disclosure, or I probably can't go into immense no, detail. I, I wouldn't. But um, I, I loved that. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to play this, and we'll be talking about it next week in great detail to make up for that. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's 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 a new like a new Unreal tournament coming out. An old school shooter gamers like we are. That's that's where it's at for me. It always has been like Quake Three Arena Definitely. style gaming. Um, it's gonna Very be cool, cool, buddy. Yes, buddy. Can't wait. So yeah, unless you've got anything else, buddy, I think that's that's going to be it. No, that's me done, buddy. Sweet. That is what we've been playing. Nice. And now it's time for the news. <laughs> Go again. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. The news. All right. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Uh, this is further to our reports last week that the PlayStation 4.5 might be a thing. Uh, shortly after we recorded last week's podcast, there was an article written by Digital Foundry, the Eurogamer people, um, and they, yeah, very much backing up the fact that this thing is real. Um, and lots of, I don't know if these are guesses, educated guesses, or just the truth, but uh, basically, they, I think they said it was a theory, so they were kind of covering all the bases as well with this. Um but yeah, they were talking about different hardware specs. Uh, they, they like we, said that, uh, you know, it's a complete pipe dream, the idea that this new console could run 4K gaming. Um, yeah. But they did, they did suggest that the, the graphics power could be double that of the current PS4. Um, Fucking hell, really? Yes, indeed. Um, That's ridiculous. They said twice the performance of the PS4 as well as 4K support for Blu-rays and uh, 4K televisions and stuff. A possible uh, upscaling as a compromise yeah. for the fact that they, you know, so maybe 1080, 60 gaming upscaled to 4K. Um, okay. And they said it will be announced in October and will come out next year. That's what they said. So um, They also suggested that perhaps... Uh, the announcement would come alongside some sort of pre-order for a VR bundle. 
So the PlayStation 4K with a with a VR headset could be some sort of like fuck knows like what 800 pounds thing or something. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't got anything, that's a good price. If it was about 800 quid um for all of that. Uh I'm I'm not happy about this one bit. Um no. I don't feel like I've had enough out of my PS4 to upgrade to a new one because as soon as that thing comes out, I will want it because, you know, I, w- I want the latest console. I, I'm i not one for, like, continuously upgrading my PC because, like, that can be quite the money pit, as I've found out in the past. It's but true. with a console, you know, you're, you do that investment for so many years and you think, right, I'm good for this amount of years. That is a solid uh, amount of money to pay. Um, the only thing that I can think of is like maybe like some sort of trading scheme or some something where it would half the price of it and I might buy it, but oh, I'm not happy about it. But then again, if it's not coming out till the end of next year, I mean, how many years of PS4 is that? Four? Four? Is it? Uh, yes, it would be four. It would be. Um... And I think I said five to six years until they brought a new one out so it's only like a year earlier but still it's like another year feels very short though doesn't it and it, and it makes yeah, it makes it really these does. consoles really feel like a proper genuine missed misstep <laughs> the way yeah. and, and you do wonder like if it's gonna be like um not like the ps5 then is it is it not a sort of expensive stopgap that's also gonna seem a little underpowered in comparison to yeah you know, you're talking about basically staying the same amount behind the PC rather than being far more powerful than a, a current sort of mid, mid-range PC. You'd be talking, you know, double the power of the PS4 would be a mid-range gaming rig in the end of 2017. So, I don't know. Uh, it's all very confusing. And, and again, I would probably be less sort of aggravated by it if it wasn't for the VR headsets as well because you know if you want to get in on VR and it seems like it's going to be a thing that everyone's going to want to that's like buying another console already so the idea that you'd have to fork out two consoles worth of money within the next year or two is just like you know I think this is a relatively cheap hobby in comparison to going out and and spending money going places gaming we'll, we'll you talk know. about that later buddy we sure will but uh, <laughs> it's all suddenly looking decidedly expensive if you want to stay at the, the sort of point of it but yeah uh, the only thing I can think of is sell your PS4 or trade it in and I don't know try and get some money back out of that and then upgrade I guess like, but you'd fancy the uh, the trading value to absolutely dive bomb when this is announced yeah totally so. and that's not good at all for us but oh well we would just have to wait and see because like like you say this is all speculation but hey I mean we called it earlier this year with like the the possibilities of a, a secondary upgraded console didn't we so well, you, you're giving me too much credit Fuck. there, buddy. I, I didn't I didn't want to believe it. You uh, you certainly I did know, call right? it, though. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens here. Uh, E3 is going to be interesting because uh, I, I, I kind of half expect us to get through E3 with no mention of any of this, and then suddenly they'll, like, you know, maybe yeah. Gamescom time. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, you're a Gamescom's gamer or a good source. Gamescom's the new E3, buddy, I believe. 
I believe so. <laughs> well, um, they just have their own private thing, like before or just after it, and that also <laughs> seems to be the done thing now. Yeah, it could happen. Uh, E3 need to lower the cost of the uh, space in their hall by the sounds of the way that uh, yeah. the publishers are all bombing out. But yeah, yeah so anyway, Eurogamer are a very reliable source. Uh, I don't think they would have printed that if they weren't pretty much 99% about it. Wall Street Journal printed an article about it as well. So um, this looks very much like a, a reality rather than yes. some sort of... Uh, it's pretty much been the only thing that's really been popping up uh, this week uh, in all the news outlets. Um, and yeah, I'm not happy about it. Not one bit, buddy. Well, we'll move on now uh, to something that people aren't are also not very happy about uh, and that is street <laughs> fighter 5 buddy why buddy what's wrong with this apart from the march update coming right at the end of march which would piss me off in the first uh, first place well uh, we haven't really covered street fighter 5 it's uh, we, we've only just started getting back into the fighting games and it would be a likely purchase if if we were to gather pace with that sort of getting back yeah. into it but uh, it launched really poorly after a couple of very very dodgy betas and uh yep. yeah they've had never-ending server problems it's been a terrible terrible messy launch with a game that is completely devoid of the content that it should have with them saying you know it's going to be coming later perhaps they should have called it episodic buddy it worked for io so um, maybe Yes. Um, anyway, everyone was kind of waiting for this big March update, which had loads and loads of new stuff, including uh, player lobbies that supported more than two people, um, netcode fixes, um, fixes on the way that people seem to be sort of rage quitting without penalty. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it, it came out, the March update, it only had half the stuff that it was supposed to, and then the service fell over. Um and it's been completely unstable ever since, as everyone who bought that game was incredibly <laughs> disappointed and hasn't played it for a month, went back to it and blew the server yeah, up. thinking that um, this new update would fix everything, and then they didn't realise that, oh, wow, loads of people actually bought this game but haven't been playing it because it's fucked. It's fucked. There's lots of other problems. The microtransaction store wasn't working, which wouldn't really be an option usually, except that there was also all the in-game currency can be spent in the microtransaction store, fight money. Uh, and Great so name. people have just been racking that up and unable <laughs> to spend it. That that has been delayed again. Uh, the first new character is going to be coming out as a trial. I don't understand um, cool. what that means. But everyone's pretty fucked off about it. And the general consensus is don't buy this game. It is broken. Yeah. Um, buy Ultra Street Fighter 4. It's cheap and works it is cheap it does work and we've been having quite a lot of fun on there so uh, yes there's something to be said for that advice buddy mm, gibbons so anyway let's move on and let's move on to this year's call of duty buddy um we haven't played black ops Cold for a while have we in space <laughs> <laughs> No, we haven't played it for a while. But then again, we haven't played many games for a while. I'm missing out on Battlefront, Call of Duty, not Rainbow Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um, 
There has been mass speculation about what Infinity Ward would do this year. Uh, Ghosts wasn't a particularly rousing success, so no. most people thought they wouldn't do a follow-up to that, even though it it was suspected that's what they kind of hoped to do. But um, rumours have emerged that the, this year's Call of Duty will be set in space, um, properly set in space, as in... You know, like I think Ghosts had a space station section at the beginning of it, but this is <laughs> yeah. We're talking, we're talking Halo style death matches on planets, enemy factions, like fucking brilliant. I don't know. I mean, it's it's an incredibly bold move if they yeah. had done that. Um, I don't know, but it was I kind think of what they're doing is they're trying to get as far away as. Um, modern warfare as possible in the next two years and then for the 10 year anniversary they'll be like fuck this spaceship boom <laughs> modern warfare 10 year anniversary edition and then everyone will be like oh it's amazing going back to like fucking military or modern military shooters and they'll absolutely cash it in Maybe, maybe, or maybe they go back to World War Two. Um, no, shit. I think it's interesting because I mean, we we are going to have a a Titanfall two this year from X Infinity Ward, and like, and it's going to be on PlayStation. It certainly is going to be on. It's multi platform, and it's going to be very sci fi and set on other planets and stuff. So this it looks like this is going to be lining up as a direct direct competitor and they would be direct competitors anyway but if they're both sci-fi shooters you yeah. know like like proper sci-fi not the sort of black ops future tech kind of thing um yeah i know what you mean yeah like aliens anyway, and shit this yeah this was outed by um a guy called shinobi who's like a sort of japanese pactor or uh jackter <laughs> As I'd like nice. to call him, buddy, if yeah. that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Eurogamer again have come out and backed that up. They've been very busy this week corroborating stories, old Eurogamer, being like, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Infinity Ward and Activision declined to comment. They probably wouldn't. They're going to want to launch this and release details of it on their own terms in some sort of fanfare, I'd imagine. A blaze of glory, if you will. But... Um, Interesting all the same, buddy. I mean, yeah, Infinity Ward, they were the Mac Daddies with Modern Warfare and stuff, and then yeah. Treyarch have really kind of taken taken the torch from them. They and pulled uh, their boots up, buddy. Gibbons. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, next, Shadow of Mordor 2, spotted on stunt actresses' CV. I thought this was very strange when I first read it. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a mo-capping thing. Um, yeah. It's not that surprising there'd be a sequel to that game. It was very True. successful, although it's kind of sunk without trace since. Um, yeah, um, I, I would have thought something would have been announced for the second one by now, to be honest. And I, I don't know, but maybe they're like redoing the whole engine again. Uh, they're making it even bigger and better, I guess. But I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not going to say any more about that because there's literally no other information available at this point. But um, I, I wasn't really interested in the first one. And 
I could I could buy it for like nine pounds now and I still haven't so no well I mean I played it on the PC for a few hours and I, did, I didn't get on with it to be honest it was cool but I, it just felt like Assassin's Creed in in Mordor I mean if it's out <laughs> this year then there's a big old hole where Assassin's Creed would have been yeah so that's true buddy it, it'd Those be a sensible decision craving, so craving climbing up buildings and stuff <laughs> indeed indeed and towers in Filthy hobbits is, buddy. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, that's it. That's it from me for the news, buddy. So uh, I think it's probably time for Ash's news favorite thing of the week. Is that what it is? Is it not favorite news thing of the week? No, it's Ash's news favorite thing of the week. Ah, TM. TM. <laughs> is it not? You're so, making me doubt myself now. I don't know. I don't, we'll listen back to last week's podcast, maybe. <laughs> Who cares? Okay. Um, so, only a couple of things. Light week this week for favourite news things of the week, I must say. Um, one of them being um, you can purchase all of Rock Band's content for £2,500 on PC. I was like, ooh, fuck off. <laughs> yep <laughs> right so that's like every single DLC song you want for 2500 or you know you could just play Guitar Hero live and just you know play the songs live like you do Guitar Hero um, Live which has now added a duels mode by the way buddy um, oh, which is wow, really? one step closer to it having some sort of actual friends co-op um, shit the bed I'll keep you posted on that because I suspect you'll snap it up for a good price once we can actually play it together. Sounds but, like a plan. But yeah. anyway, back to uh, this absolutely <laughs> glorious favourite news thing of the week. <laughs> Orcs Must Die Unchained Beta, buddy, is out now on the PC. Oh. Shit the bed. I know, right? So our love for Orcs Must Die and Orcs Must, or Orcs Must Die 2 really, wasn't it? Um, we played that game a shit ton on Steam. And uh, unfortunately, buddy, this game is going to be free to play. So I don't know what. Yeah, that's my thoughts Ooh. exactly to begin with. But then I'm like... Uh, I was reading like the article, I think it was on Polygon, and uh, they, they were saying like, yep, uh, you can either buy this stuff for people that haven't got time to play this, but for people that have got time to play this, you can unlock everything within the game. So there's nothing behind a paywall, which is good news. And I think we would play the shit out of this game. Um, I believe it was back in December of 2014, so quite a while ago. Um, this was announced for the PS4. So um, I, I haven't heard anything yet of the beta coming to the PS4, but as of now... You can go to their website. I, I think it's, uh, I don't know, orcsmustdiesomething.com. Um, I'll try and find it quickly. Uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, orcsmustdie.com. There you go. And you can sign up uh, for the beta there. They've also got their like online store there where you can buy stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, the beta is on between the 29th of the 3rd and the 13th of the 4th. So if you've got a PC... And fancy playing uh, a cracking game, give it a go. I would highly recommend it from the previous ones and can't wait to play this. 
Yeah, man, you'll have to get on that and let us know next week how uh, how it plays. That's uh, yeah, we 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 played hours and hours of Orcs Must Die too, didn't we? Uh, a wonderful concept, like for a lovely twist on tower defense, and um, yes, uh, a, a yet another reason why I really could do with installing Windows on this Mac. But um, there we go. Yeah, but buddy, that is uh, Ash's news favourite thing of the week. Favourite news thing of the week, but nah, TM. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, buddy. Thank you very much for that. No problem. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. we got this week buddy have we got a funds or have we got a phoenix an up or down an in or out a high five or a stick up the bum i don't know (laughs) for that this week buddy we have both Hmm? we have both a funds and a phoenix yes um no because there's no other way of doing it so yeah, here we go, buddy. This is a Fonz for Xbox and a Phoenix for PlayStation. That's what's going on here. And uh Okay. And you'll you'll know by now that uh this is the uh well, it, the the month has ticked over for everybody who's listening to this, but this uh, as is tradition with the last podcast of each month, um we have the games with gold and PS Plus lineups available to us, buddy. We normally bring them in the time. next section now this week. Uh we're not going to do Bringing that this week. Bringing it forward week. this week, I see, buddy. It's cool. We're going to get it out of the way. We're going to do it in Fonz or Phoenix instead, buddy, because I feel that we need to address the heifer lump in the room. And that is that Microsoft, with their backwards compatible 360 titles and backwards compatibility in general, mm-hmm. are pissing all over PS Plus and have been yes, for some you time. You are correct, buddy. Uh, a lot of their stuff, like the Gears War, like uh, Rainbow Six, is um, I think Skate Three. Big, big fan of that. I think that got added a while ago. Big one this week got added for me, buddy. Big game this week. So, yeah, so that's what we will tackle, okay? So this is a Fonz for Microsoft's backwards compatibility and Games with Gold April lineup. So, Xbox Live Games with Gold for April. Uh, If you are an Xbox One player, you will get The Wolf Among Us and Sunset Overdrive. Both of which I would play. And both of which are big AAA titles, if you ask me. Um, Yeah. And if you have a 360 or an Xbox One because of backwards compatibility... That's the kicker, isn't it? You will also get Dead Space and Saints Row 4. So that's a cracking lineup. That is the the strongest lineup. If you ask me, that's the strongest PS Plus or Games with Gold lineup we have had 
since we started doing this podcast I think over so. a year ago. I think you're right there. Uh, Sunset Overdrive is a real eye-opener. That was a, you know, a big title and a, a big exclusive. It's a cool one to have. Uh, it's unlike exclusive title Knack. It actually reviewed very well, too. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's like the Xbox One's version of Knack, but that's a good game. Yeah. Knack is not. Dead Space, widely regarded as a classic at this point, that'd be a cool game to play upscaled on your Xbox One. And Definitely. Uh, Saints Row 4 would be a blast to play through with your friends as well. Yeah, good so, bit of co-op there. And then we move on to backwards compatibility. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll compare that with uh, with Sony's outings as well, buddy. So for Xbox compati- backwards compatibility in the last week, we have announcements of uh, Dark Souls, Tech and Tag Tournament, Halo Wars. There it is, buddy. Halo know, right? Wars. Soul Calibur 2, Left for Dead 2, and King of Fighters 98, uh, uh, with the addition of Turok and Turok 2 being added this week as well. They'll be on there by the time you hear this. Um, yeah. Very I mean, impressive. Very it's a, impressive. It's a cracking lineup of backwards compatibility. Uh, I really like the way that they, they keep adding uh, titles like, for example, Dark Souls 3 is out in the yep. next couple of weeks. So, so they've, they've added got Dark, Dark Souls. Souls in. When Gears it's came very out, clever. they're doing the same yep. thing there. It's, it's same good with Rainbow. Stuff. Yep, exactly. It's really, you know, they've thought about this a lot. And it's, it's yeah, they've done a really good job. So the I fact think. that if we had an Xbox One, we could play Sunset Overdrive this month and we could be playing Halo Wars together, buddy. I know. So let's move on to Sony, shall we? Yay. This is our Phoenix. Um, <laughs> PS Plus Zombie, that would be the, uh, the Zombie U port from the Wii U. Yep. Uh, and Dead Star, which... Be fair, looks, looks cool, but is cool. you know it's a little indie, but it looks cool. Um, PS3, <laughs> fucking awful. Uh, I am alive, uh, which was an XBLA game from like five years ago, and yep. uh, Savage Moon. Uh, <laughs> that's your PS3, and then on the Vita we have uh, Shushimi. Uh, and uh, a small indie game called A Virus Named Tom. Uh, that's Great. your that's your lineup. PS4, you get Zombie Did and you, Dead Star. Um, I've I've lost interest with the PS Plus now. Did you? Uh, I know you you said about how the Vita's got uh, XCOM. It did. I don't know. It did last week because uh, I didn't uh, hear the out this week on last week. Um, did you say that the Vita was getting Civilization? By the way. Uh, I heard a rumor about that, but there was nothing announced when we recorded. I believe it's out this, like, it's out now. I'm sure I read an article saying that it's out now. It's really and... strange, isn't it? That they are suddenly... What is this? They're not common. What? You'd think I'm they'd at least confused. advertise this. Like, I know. It's calling out for the new titles. Two games that and... I would quite happily play on a Vita. <laughs> They're stealth you know? releasing the best titles that have ever come out <laughs> on the system. <laughs> they are gone. They've gone mental. <laughs> At Sony, I think I think they are just like they they've lost the plot. But anyway, yeah, PS Plus uh, this month, uh, well next month, 
Bit of a downer. I like the great. look of Dead Star, but it's a very weak lineup. And if you bought, yes. you have to take, you have to put a price on this. You know, if you bought all of that content on the Xbox, on the games with gold, like that, probably set you back sort of sixty quid to buy all of that stuff. Yeah. If you bought the PlayStation lineup, even though there's six games rather than four, then you know you could probably pick all that up for thirty pounds. It's, it's it's yeah. just poor. It's just not very good. And But hey, buddy, credit where it's due because, of course, we haven't got backwards compatibility because of PlayStation Now, buddy. So, uh, you know. Yeah, PlayStation Now. Let's pay... £13 a month to play old PS3 games that haven't yeah, been streamed optimized. Streamed. Well. Can't even so download them. Can't keep them. Um, Brilliant. But hey, buddy, why not rent them instead? You can rent them for one-off titles. I can rent them? Yeah, let me tell you what you can get right now, buddy. So uh, why not rent one of Sniper Ghost Warrior, Saints Row 2, or The Sims 3 for the tiny price of $7.99 each for 30 days. Each? Oh, I'm in. It's a bargain £21 for the month to play those three fucking 50p boot fair games. Fill your boots. I mean, and the fact that I only get it for a month means I've just got to play it all the time. Yeah, which is a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking awful. I think I've made my point, buddy. So there we go. That's Fonz of Phoenix this week, buddy. It is a Fonz to Microsoft, a Phoenix to Sony for their respective free games lineups and backwards compatibility options. Yeah. Sad face. Shite. (laughs) And now it's time for Out This Week. And that's Out This Week. (laughs) <laughs> people aren't going to know whether you're here or not <laughs> if you just keep saying it and that's out this week he's fucking with you dear listener so out this week we have uh, firstly on the PC we have Green Game Time Swapper uh, which is a, a 2D side-scrolling puzzle game where you, you seem to be a little bird looks quite interesting it's got that kind of stealthing look about it but, uh, yep, so that's out. Uh, we have 1979 Revolution, colon, Black Friday. Uh, this is a, um, I took this from their website, a narrative-driven action-adventure game set during the Iranian Revolution where you play a photojournalist caught up in the struggle. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. It it's looks like, cool. I watched some gameplay like on YouTube. Looks cool. Uh, it's out on PC yeah. and Mac. Uh, I believe that that was the same time frame and uh, subject matter for the movie Argo, the Ben Affleck film. Did you yeah. ever see that? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just thinking, I wonder if it's anything like the first Dead Rising, you know, where you play old uh, Frank West, who's <laughs> uh, who's like uh, the news reporter or whatever. And uh, I wonder if it plays like that a bit. Could be, buddy. Could be. And I hope so. Just popping like bobble heads on people and things and hitting them with golf clubs. Oh, those were the days. Slightly different tone, I think, to this one. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
Uh, also, we've got um, this is on the Vita, buddy. Never been a better time to buy a Vita. I've got to say. Everyone, get your Vitas out. Get your Vitas out. Go on, shake them all about. It's uh, the Assassin's Creed uh, Chronicles trilogy. So this is all of the sort of 2.5D Assassin's Creed games that we have so uh, yeah. readily oh, yeah. ignored uh, up until this oh, point. Oh, that might be all right in the Vita, actually. Perfect Vita games, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's the cool. sort of game that would be, a, you know, like a 6 on the console and an 8 out of 10 on the Vita because of the, yeah. the way it works. The shitness of it. Next, we have uh, Dirt Rally, buddy. This is the big one. Uh, I've got this one on the way. We're going to be picking this up. This is uh, something I'm very excited about. It is a hardcore rally sim, and uh, we have steering wheels, and this is going to be fucking great. The reviews have all broken today because there wasn't some sort of shite embargo on them, uh, and it's getting huge praise across the board. Uh, this is going to be loads of fun. And I'm really excited about it, as you can tell from the way that I'm gushing right now. I'm surprised at how many racing games we've got. But then again, I'm also surprised on just how many games we've got. We've so, got a lot of games. It's mental. I, I, I can't... No, we'll talk about the justifications later of this. But <laughs> we will, We'll move on to that next, but... Uh, but yes, I've never had so many games in my library ah, in my mental. whole life. Um, Need that two terabytes in there. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know what I'd be doing right now if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you would be fucked. I would be fucked. Oh dear. So that's one of the big ones this week. Uh, we also have Enter the Gungeon. That's coming out on PS4 and PC. It is an indie roguelite. Looks quite cool. Uh little indie game we also have the big one on the xbox one but it's also on pc uh quantum break is out this week and well, we reported on the weird frame rate and res sort of stuff last week but uh yeah the, this is under embargo as we speak so i don't know how it's reviewed but um uh, it just sounds like it's a really fun third-person shooter and uh, perhaps something you'll pick up at some point on PC and be able to tell us about, buddy. But um, Yeah, that's my plan. Maybe you'll be able to get some sort of crazy like digital deal or from China or something like you've been able to do a few times I think before. it was India the last place that I got it. Play maybe. Asia or something, yeah. Would be nice. That'd be cool. Uh, and then finally, the only other thing that's out this week is... Kill to Collect, that is out on the PC. Uh, and that is a, a sort of roguelike dungeon crawler, but it's uh, it's got four-player co-op, sort of top-down kind of thing, like Mage Slayer-esque looking thing with four-player co-op. Looks quite fun. Nice. So there you go. That is out this week. And now it's time for the JFG Top 5. Is the JFG top five, top five this week, buddy? Uh, we once again continue into the realms of the David Letterman Late Show top ten, buddy. 
Um, and we go for the tongue-in-cheek approach to gaming here. This is the top five excuses you use to keep buying games when you shouldn't. I've come up with many in my head before. So come on then, what have we got? On the list this is extremely pertinent to us because we just keep buying games. I've bought one today. So true. We've got Dirt yep. Rally coming out this week. We've got <laughs> we've got Uncharted on the way. The Doom beta. We'll be buying Doom. There's so much on the go. Still a set of Corsa to come as well. Like holy shit, buddy. Oh my word. So, are you ready? Yes, I am good. Uh, number one. You tell your partner that you'd spend more than double the cost of a game down the pub. And you know what I'm like when I've had too many? I never know when to stop. That's it, isn't mm. it? You want me to end up dead in the gutter, trousers down, cock in hand, covered in rainwater, piss, sick and shame. Or yeah. let's just stay in and watch the fucking X Factor or Antidex Takeaway. Let's go down yeah. the high street, get fucked up on Strongbow and start a fight yeah. with an old pikey fella, shall we? Then we can stagger down the dual carriageway to Kebab Express, shove some Labrador meat down our throats and wake up beside a bicycle called Candice. Shame on you. Hmm... I mean, that's quite elaborate, but I get the gist. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's cheaper for me to do this than anything else, so that's why I do it. I mean, that would have been a more concise number one. <laughs> yeah, I like yours though, buddy. Painting the picture. <laughs> Can you guess what it is? Yet? Setting the scene. <laughs> Uh, number two, because video games exercise the brain and my brain is particularly unfit. Yeah, it's true. It's great for dexterity, um, keeping the mind alight. Not being a vegetable. Fire. Yeah, totally. Whilst physically being ass. a vegetable. Yeah, totally. Um, it makes me feel active. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with that. Number three... Uh, in these days of digital releases and 4.5 consoles, we need to snap this software up while we can before next year when Sony turn the fucking servers off and we can't play it anymore. The earlier we get in there, the more we can play it and the better value. Honest. It's just true, though. It's, uh, you get more time for money the earlier you buy something, so we should probably buy the PlayStation VR now. It's true. <laughs> and so we get the most out of it. Fourth excuse for buying too many games, buddy. Uh, we're not buying the games, we're leasing them. Even if it's a physical copy, we're only renting a license. And we all know how expensive rent is these days. If anything, these games are a bargain. It's true. I mean, renting a house, that costs a lot of money. It does. So games are cheap, if anything. It's true. I mean, you compare the two. It's you can't live in a game, but you kind of can live in a game. Well, I, I've lived in many games. I've experienced things I've never seen before. <laughs> I've got a house in Fallout, buddy. It's on stilts, so <laughs> that's, that's not £800 pound a want, month. Mate. Exactly. I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and the number five excuse, buddy, for buying way too many games... 
because we do a podcast and it is absolutely crucial to our credibility that our listeners see us playing the latest titles, otherwise we could end up utterly irrelevant like IGN or GameSpot. <laughs> yeah, so true. I mean, <laughs> uh, we need to keep up with the times, buddy. I mean, there's no other way of putting it. I mean, we don't get given these games. We have to, we have to buy these games so that we can talk about them. We do. It's what we do. Very important. Now, last week I did say we were going to have a sixth, and um, I've actually got a sixth for you, buddy. Sweet, buddy. You always come prepared. What have you got for us? Everyone else is fucking playing it, so I need it as well. To be honest, that could have just been the singular reason. (laughs) It's true. We didn't even need a top five. That really does summarize things perfectly. Oh, I love buying games, don't you? It's just the best. It is fantastic. Seriously, it is. I mean, I miss the days of when when I was a young and and you get it from the shop and your mum would drive you home and you'd read the read the thing, the manual on the way home, and oh, it was great, you know. But yeah, man. I'm old now and I just want shit in my hands, in my face all the time. Right now, I don't want to wait for your shitty download speed, Sony. Sort it out. Very true, buddy. Very true. And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. So where are we going back to this time, buddy? I mean, set the date. I'm ready. We are going back to the 7th of April. And by the way, holy shit, we're in April already. I know. What the hell is going on? (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, we're going back to the 7th of April 2006, buddy, which saw the release of Guitar Hero on the PS2. Oh, I did manage to play this game as well. Um, I think it was a while after it came out, but I did get my hands on the the PS2 version of this game. And uh, holy shit, how much fun was that? I mean, b- being like the original one, uh, it was flawed. But at the time, you didn't really know that until obviously the next few versions come out and you're like, wow, this is really good. Uh, but just that initial... Hitting the buttons, strumming away, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Just playing on like medium was like mind bottling. Oh, so good. I mean, I've popped this in. I, I never played the original Guitar Hero, uh, but the amount of hours that I've put into its sequels, the, the fact that I was playing Guitar Hero Live earlier today, uh, yep. uh, I've been playing it quite a lot recently, in fact. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have a PS2, uh, so I, I never got the chance to play this. And uh, I'm still kind of surprised that it wasn't in the arcades over here in, in through the sort of noughties, to be honest. But uh, Yeah, I know what you're saying. It seems like it wasn't until it kind of blew up with Guitar Hero 3 that they started really like pushing it uh, yeah. marketing-wise. But yeah, as a I concept, remember, it's... I don't know if it was the first or second one... Uh... I'm sure I played it up in like the Trocadero. I'm sure I did at some point. 
But I don't know if it was uh, Guitar Hero 1 or Guitar Hero 2. But yeah, it was kicking about. But not in any kind of ma major way that you would have thought that th this game should have been, I must say. I mean, it's it's got an interesting past, really. I mean, you look at the the fact that there's kind of two competing brands. I mean, that wasn't mm. a thing. They, this was the two companies working together before they split, really. Uh, and yeah, true. Before it took off, uh, and then they went their separate ways, and we ended up with Guitar Hero and Rock Band. But but yeah, I mean, just a very cool concept, and uh, it's I think it's. I say it stood the test of time. They went away for a while and they've kind of reinvented themselves. But you could also argue that the uh, the creativity wasn't really there through sort of greed and the finances of, of, you know, companies like Activision just churning out more and more games. They never really had the chance yeah. to iterate and, and keep things fresh and interesting. And, and it needed that break in the end and then came back with a vengeance. But yeah, I just think it's... a uh, fantastic concept and um yeah i've got i've got such fond memories although i didn't play the original i've got such fond memories of of guitar hero parties and rock band parties around friends houses and stuff so it's yeah. kind of you have to give them credit this is this is where that all kind of sprang from none of that would have happened if it wasn't for this title and uh just very very cool uh, you had the second one as well didn't you on the um I vaguely remember seeing you had the, or you at least you had the guitar for the second one. Yeah, the uh, the, um, the white one, the USB one. Yeah, but that that came as part of a, like a, a bundle package from Game for the third game. I don't know if the second one came out on Xbox. It, I remember just playing it on the PS2. To be honest, both of them. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it might have come out, but then. Uh, I do remember all like the fucking uh, variations of it. Like, so there was like the Aerosmith. Like, was there a Metallica one as well? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't, yeah, lost me a bit there. I played the Aerosmith one. That was all right, ish, I guess. But yeah, great franchise, and I'm glad that they're back. And from what you say, they're doing a bloody good job. And it was a really solid. Uh... Really solid song list on that original. You had stuff like the Ace of Spades, um, Fat Lips on 41. Um, yeah. So had some Blue Oyster Cult on there, uh, Chili Peppers, Ramones, Queen. Like it was very much a proper like rock. Like, they didn't branch out too much into like other genres or have the sort of poppy shit that you get on Guitar Hero Live now. This was all, all very much Boys. like fucking Sabbath and Queen and Deep yeah. Purple and ZZ Top. And I think <laughs> Guitar Hero 3 kind of still had that a little bit about it. That was the one that I that, that really sold yeah, me Yeah, that on. was the main one, wasn't it? That was the biggie. That was awesome. Very good game. Very, very cool, buddy. Um, I was just looking down the list. It had Stella by Incubus on it, the original. Yeah, yeah, it did. They've just released a few new songs for Guitar Hero Live. I've been playing Megalomaniac on there. Often. Oh, really? That must be lots of fun it, to play. It's very cool, very, very cool. Yeah. And I really hope they bring that co-op in so that we can play it together. Yeah, definitely, buddy. I'd be, I'd, I would definitely buy it then if it had that. So yeah, there you go. That was the 7th of April 2006, uh, which saw the release of Guitar Hero on the PlayStation 2. Nice.
My name I'll never deny. And now it's time for the JFG quiz. So, buddy, I'm not going to give you something shit like controllers to deal with. Harsh. <laughs> Good Lord. No. Um, but I am going to give you the lead character quiz. I'm a little apprehensive about this because that was a tough fucking quiz that I gave you last week. Uh, that was fine. I'm still a bit pissed about the N64, even though I got it right in the first place, but then doubted myself. But we've all been there, buddy. <laughs> you know, you're like, ooh, second guessing. Gibbons. It's a motherfucker. Full-blown gibbons. Indeed. So, yeah, th- this is... Um, yeah, all different lead characters in different games that you might or might not know. So <laughs> enjoy. Uh, I, I uh, just to let you know, um, uh, most of the characters are from, if not the game that I'm talking about, they are from different games. So hopefully that should help you whittle it down. Just to give you a little heads up. So, okay, uh, I am looking for the lead character from the game Dead Space, which, as we know, has just gone on to uh, Xbox One backwards compatibility. So, is it A, Booker DeWitt? Is it B, Isaac Clarke? Or is it C, John Marston? B. You're going for B. Now, do you know it because that's his name, or...? I know there's an Isaac in Dead Space. It's a game I've never played. I know it's not A, um, so I'm going to go for B. <laughs> Correct, buddy. It is, uh, it is B, Isaac Clark. Uh, Book of DeWitt, Bioshock, and John Marston is Red Dead Redemption. Ah, yeah. Another game I haven't Indeed. played, believe it or not. Yeah, I, th- I thought I knew that, so that's why I put it in there. I was like, oh, I might get confused, but no, good good knowledge. Okay, so I am looking for the uh, character, the lead character, the woman, from the original Portal game. Is her name Shell, Chris... Or Claire. How do you spell that first one? C H E L L. Is that how you spell shell? I don't know. I'll go with shell. that. You going for A? Yes. He's gone and done it again. Yeah. Two for two. Okay. It's because I pay attention to story, buddy. It's my thing. <laughs> Fuck that, buddy. I'm up for a good puzzle and a lot of shooting. That's me. <laughs> okay, uh, question number three. I am looking for the lead character of the game Dishonored. Is it Falco Lombardi? Is it Corvo Atano? Atano? Yeah, no, I don't know. Or is it Ezio Auditori? It's Corvo. It is indeed Corvo. I feel like I've got these too easy for you. It is. Uh, Falco Lombardi is from Star Fox and Ezio Auditori is Assassin's Creed 2, buddy. But this one you're definitely going to get because I put this one in as the joke one. But, okay. <laughs> Who is... The lead character of Mirror's Edge. Is it Faith Connors? Is it Faith by George Michael? 
<laughs> or is it faith no more? <laughs> as tricky as that is, buddy, uh, that would be Faith Connors. It is Faith Connors. Well done, buddy. Four for four. Can he go all the way to the end? So, who is the main character and descendant of a long line of assassins in Assassin's Creed? Is it A, Andrew Ryan? Is it B, Frank West? Or is it C, Desmond Miles? That would be Desmond Miles, buddy. You sure? I am. I am sure. He's only gone and got five for five. Yeah. I made that way too easy. I'm not happy about that. Should have changed it. It's cool, man. It wasn't just for me. It's uh, no, true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Andrew Ryan. Uh, Andrew Ryan uh, from Bioshock, obviously, and Frank West from Dead Rising, who uh, I spoke about earlier, <laughs> which was dumb. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have known who Frank West was otherwise, but I did know that Desmond was in Assassin's Creed, so it nice, wouldn't buddy. have mattered. But yeah, cool quiz, buddy. And um, yeah, it's a good one, buddy. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm it. all about that story in games. Like it's really important to me, so I, I tend to have paid very close attention. Uh, it's almost like a novel when I'm playing through story games and stuff. So yeah, be interesting to see how other people do on that one. Gibbons, buddy, but yeah, cracking, cracking score, five for five, well played. Yeah, cheers, buddy. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting questions. Has he, uh, has he got some questions, buddy? Uh, well, he'd first like to uh, clarify what he was up to last week, buddy. Uh, <laughs> he says he wasn't shopping. Uh, he spent 12 hours being a human forklift helping to open up a new shop. Uh, Funky's a retailer and he was helping open a new shop, allegedly, buddy. But let's not beat around the proverbial bush. Uh, okay. Seems like a rather convenient alibi for his 12 hours of crotchless panty shopping <laughs> that I suspect he was actually doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see him doing that. So now we've got that out of the way. Uh, Funk says... Um, if we can ask questions while you, uh, while you podcast, while we watch on YouTube, maybe you should hand over the quiz to a listener each week. Start with PJ or I and see if you get any takers. We can throw you some quizzical curveballs whilst making bold and outrageous claims. Uh, PJ likes this idea as well. I actually replied to them and said, uh, I know that you perhaps don't realise how few viewers we have on our YouTube stream at the moment. Uh, Loads. Hundreds. Uh, we've only got... I think it's just me. Only got three or four hundred at the moment, so I'm not sure if we'd have any takers, <laughs> but uh, I, I certainly am warming to the idea of letting Funk or PJ submit the quiz to one of us uh, in the upcoming episodes, 
or have some sort of um, full-blown pub quiz episode of the JFG podcast where... Jesus Christ, that sounds mental. That could be really cool as a sort of one-off special where we do like a full quiz. Um, I think it, it could be... I'll get a slideshow together. <laughs> it could be really good, man. It could be really interesting. and yeah, It could be it could be a good one. I don't know of many... I, I don't listen to any podcasts that have quizzes in them, but certainly not one that's a, a, an entire like hour-long quiz. That could be... Uh, it could be the something only quiz that quite cool. I've found that was really good was on the the Game Informer one. Did you ever listen to one of their quizzes, like the off the box challenge? Or oh whatever it was? yeah, where they read like a tagline or whatever. Yeah, but fuck me, that that is ridiculously hard. Yeah, that is never good. got. I, I think I got one out of like I don't know the like fifty or so that they they asked in all the different episodes. But yeah, apart apart from us, buddy, you know, Trailblazers here. There's uh, I like then there's no other like quizzes or anything. I, th- I think it's a nice nice addition. I like it and the fact if we can do some interaction with other people whilst doing it. I mean there is obviously the delay uh, from when the live stream goes up to when um, well, you know the internet delay. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we could work around it. It'd be very cool. I quite I'm like the idea of some uh, some questions there. I also quite like the idea of perhaps getting some people to submit the audio of them asking the questions so that we could actually Ooh, play yeah. it. That could be really yeah, I cool. I can play that, no problem, buddy. So, uh, yeah, lots to think about there. And um, <laughs> I will discuss it with you afterwards because I've actually just kind of sprung this on you live on the show rather than... Thanks, buddy. Thanks, I like it. <laughs> That's cool. It's the best way, buddy. I wanted a genuine yeah, reaction. Yeah, you know, it's fine. So, yeah, thanks very much for that funk. And um, we will work out some sort of plan of action there and get back to you. But it's a very good idea. Definitely. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Correspondence. Have we got many correspondence this week? I don't know what to say here. What the fuck's going on? (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. That was perfect. (laughs) Okay, what with my what the fuck's going on? Well, no, not that. Is bit. that the new no. sign off with that now? No, the bit before then was was good. No. But <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is going what on? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> tell me what. <laughs> fucking tell me <laughs> what's going on. Bring me, Rudy. Fucking. Uh, firstly, this week, buddy, credit where it's due. Uh, if you remember last week, I called out um, friend of the podcast and uh, a good listener of ours who's been sending me drive club chat. Challenges, and I stated on the podcast quite rudely and arrogantly that I beat his challenge last week. Um, so this is Adjami, and I'd just like to say that he caned me this week and more than made up for it. So uh, he sent me a time <laughs> trial uh, challenge through, and uh, I went round, I think I went round 15 times and ended up caning his, his time by like two seconds. And I was like, yeah, there you go. I won't need to look look back at that again. That's all over. Went off on my Easter travels, buddy. Um, 
got back last week and found that he'd absolutely fucking trashed me with a much better time after that. Good. So uh, That's what you deserve. Exactly. He shat all over <laughs> me, and uh, all I can say is, you got some skills there, son, and uh, keep those challenges <laughs> coming, because I really enjoy playing a bit of Drive Club for half hour every now <sighs> and again. need to get involved on some of that, buddy. Yeah, man, get stuck in. It's uh, weird mm. going back to the controller, though, after playing so much on the wheel, I must say. Okay. I'll give it a go, though. But yeah, be fun. get stuck in there. Um, so next, we've got uh, uh, an interesting question from Mel Gibson's Soul. Uh, and he says, uh, I was wondering, if I sent you $20 PSN card, uh, would it give you the full amount or would it shave a couple of bucks off? Uh, I was going to send a game key code and it got me thinking about the US-UK currency debacle. So this is the idea of no. people being able to donate us <laughs> stuff. Um, it doesn't Don't work, do does it? No, unfortunately, uh, the codes are region locked and uh, you can only use um, like US dollars on a US account. Uh, same with Canadian, same with um, like certain European countries have different... Um, What's the word? Currencies. That's yeah. it. And, and it goes. That goes we, for the game codes as well as the PSN cards, doesn't it? Like yes. So any kind of code relating to Sony would be region locked, um, even though the the consoles are region free. And yes, uh, we do have American accounts because uh, sometimes you guys have ridiculously good sales, and we are very jealous. And I do. Um, Sometimes pick up a $10 card off Amazon.com uh, to get emailed to me. And, uh, and this and is very much the answer, isn't it? The um, the idea of buying from third parties, I actually I think this is how you would kind of do it. So we get our, our credit off of cdkeys.com. We, we tend to pick up yeah. all of our credit there. Um, and on cdkeys.com, as well as on Amazon Marketplace, it will tell you what region the currency you're buying is from, yeah. or for, rather. Um, so, yes, in theory, if you wanted to send us some sort of code to a game, you could buy a UK code from a third-party website. If you wanted to send us PSN credit, then you could do that by buying a UK CD keys uh, code with your American dollars. Um, I don't know yeah. quite how that account uh, thing works. PayPal would be the easiest thing to use. Definitely that, use PayPal. Because it just does the conversion on the fly, yes. I think. Yes, definitely um, PayPal, because PayPal unlike most credit and debit cards, doesn't necessarily requ require you to have an address in the country of origin. In that country, so. yes, and things like that. But yeah, um, unfortunately, no. The um, the uh, the US code would not work on our UK platform, which is a shame. But if you'd like but us to try a game much, out, yeah. then, uh, then let us know what that game is and we'll see what we can do because we're always up for new experiences and it'd be nice Definitely. to talk about games that people who listen are playing. So um, yeah, get in touch. That'd be cool. Gibbons. And thanks very much for your question. Yeah. 
So let's round things off with uh, our old friendly neighbourhood PJ buddy. He's got a couple of bits for us this week. Uh, he firstly would like to say, and this Shit is a little bag. mean of him. Um, this is terrible. I felt a great sense of satisfaction that Ash got the N64 controller question wrong. I thought that god-awful thing was your favourite. This is PJ, of course, who hated that controller, as did I. It's not my favourite. I just don't see what the, what's the problem with it. I thought it was a very good, rounded... You you know, idea, and it was groundbreaking yeah. with its, you know... Well, uh, I mean... The, an analog stick in the middle. The problem that he yeah. had with it is the same problem that I had with it, and that is that humans don't have three hands, and therefore it didn't make but any sense. But that means that you're just retarded. No, it doesn't. You don't understand how to use it. You just use two hands, only three hands. No, we, we understand how to use it. We just think no. it's fucking, fucking dumb. That's what. We... No, you're just you're just dumb. Oh yeah, I want to use the analog sticks. I'm just going to leave one of the prongs fucking hanging pointlessly in the side. They should have made a controller that I didn't have to move my hand from one bit to another depending on what game I played. Because no. that's how controllers have worked before no. then and ever fucking no. since. So no. there we go. No, you're very wrong there. And, I'm definitely uh, not wrong. Uh, anyway, he was pleased you got that wrong. Um, so suck a dick. And then finally, <laughs> PJ says, uh, PS4.5, jog on Sony. Uh, I believe that has a silent J, he says. So I suppose yog on. Yog on. Yog on. Very unimpressed with the idea of them iterating on the console that he forked out for within the last two to three years. Um I can't really argue and have nothing else to really say about it. I think we've covered it, haven't we? Yeah, we've covered that and we definitely agree. Just not cool. No, definitely not. So thanks very much, PJ. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 53 of the podcast been real smooth one we've caned all the way through smashed it out mate no bother just smooth sailing not even one piss break no no well i'm cutting down on the old booze buddy i've been kind of overindulging recently so uh dangerous and and it sure is it sure is i spend all my money on games instead that's probably the best bet it's probably a, a good shout so yeah let's let's do that some more yeah i'm gonna go play some track mania now Sounds like a plan. I like that. Beautiful idea. thing. So yes, thank you very, very much for listening uh, and for watching if you were kicking about through any of this. Uh, you can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk, uh, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast, uh, Twitter we are at the JFG podcast. Uh, we're also on YouTube, just search Just For Gamers. Or I think if you search the JFG podcast, you'll find us straight away on there now. We've risen up the rankings, yeah, so I to speak. believe so. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud forward slash Just For Gamers. Um, come and join our PS4 community. It is growing. We have more and more games that we can play together, and that uh, PlayStation update is not too far away when we can start doing our community gaming. Uh, and finally, we are also on Google+. Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks very much for listening, buddies. Uh, Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell.
You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.